Hello and welcome to another episode of Vegan Bites with Nikki, the podcast. My name is Nikisha Francis and today I have with me on the podcast Liz Murphy. She is the owner of Santosha Nutrition and it's everything plant-based. So she would share with you today all about her vegan journey and also more about her business and how it can help you with your vegan journey. So I would like to introduce Liz. And hi, Liz. Welcome to the podcast. Hello, Nikki. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. You're welcome. Um, So tell us a little bit about yourself. How long have you been a vegan? You know, how has veganism impacted your life and those around you? If you can just share your story with us, that would be great. Sure. Um, So I'm 28 years old, uh, living in San Diego, California. I've only been vegan for uh, coming up on two years. I say only because there's an incredible vegan community here in San Diego, and it feels like every day I'm meeting 20 20 year plus vegans. Um, (laughs) But I'm very happy to have found this lifestyle to have integrated it um, and be able to share it with others um, with the two years so far. Uh, So basically about 10 years ago in around 2010, I began to experience some pretty severe health issues, which I know Nikki, you also had some health issues. I think that's really common for people to experience something with their body that pushes them towards a dietary shift. Um, and then once you find that vegetarianism, veganism pushes you towards the other aspects outside of the dietary lifestyle. But for me, I was experiencing issues with autoimmune that were causing me to have really severe fatigue, really severe pain. Um, you know, I had to withdraw from schooling, um, to, to deal with it just because it was affecting my whole life. And that kind of was a catalyst to finding a new diet because it definitely had a lot to do with the food I was putting into my body. At that time, it wasn't much focused on taking away things like animal products, but it was definitely the catalyst to finding a healthier food journey, which kind of started with taking out more processed food. Um, You know, in college, it was all pizza and ramen and mac and cheese. So taking away (laughs) those foods that were really affecting my body negatively. And from there, that kind of started a journey towards what is healthy eating? What is holistic healing? How do I put into my body what's going to let me live my best life? Um, And, you know, over over the last 10 years, it's been a journey of going from, you know, just a less processed food to pescatarian to vegetarian, and then finally to a fully plant-based vegan lifestyle that then catapulted me into learning about the environmental aspects of veganism, the animal rights aspects of veganism. And then, you know, from there, it's just, you're all in. Because once you know, it's hard to go back. That's the thing. I think once you start to, you know, really be educated about it and see the impact that the negative impact that, um, you know, the animal products and all Mm -hmm. of those things has on the environment and your life, and your body, everything starts to get into into your mind about it, and you basically transition. Yes, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, well, that's good. But how? So, um, I know you said you, it was mainly because of your autoimmune mm-hmm. um, disease and so on. How has it 
um, been for you since you have changed your lifestyle? Like at what point did you start seeing a change? Was it like when you were a pescatarian, a vegetarian, or was it completely when you became a vegan? I started to initially absolutely see a change even before, like just by changing my diet, just that little bit from turning away from processed food and really focusing on whole foods, putting, you know, just real food into my body, I started to see a change and anyone will if their diet is mostly made up of, you know, the standard American diet, you will see a change if you start to shift that. But as I began eliminating animal products from my diet, I started to have more energy. When I went pescatarian and then made the transition to vegetarian, um, I definitely like I definitely lost some weight in the t- at that time. Um, and just kind of started to feel an alignment with everything around me, not only my own health, but then everything else that I was putting into my body allowed, just felt lighter um, and allowed me to really see, I guess is the best way to describe it, just really see um, yeah. the, the alignment with myself, others, animals, the environment, everything. Um, and the shift to veganism for me was not difficult because I didn't eat much dairy at the time. So I did enjoy dairy, but it just wasn't something I was really buying for the house or anything. So I just kind of, as a New Year's resolution two years ago uh, in 2018, mm-hmm. said, you know what, I'm going to go vegan for New Year's. I'm going to see how far I can take it. And then I just never looked back and clearly created an entire business around it. So it really yes. took off. <laughs> That's really, really good. And I'm happy to see that because you know what it has done for you, um, both health and environment and all of that. I'm glad that you are taking the opportunity to share it with others because I think that's the biggest thing, being able to share your experience and also to share how others, how it can be easier for the, for people considering a vegan lifestyle. You know, that's really, really important. Well, that's good to know. So I'm really happy that you were able to be able to at least control and handle your autoimmune um, disease based on food. I think people really underestimate the value of good food <laughs> oh yes it's, yeah you wouldn't know i mean we spend the majority of our lives in this society being taught to eat incorrectly so why would we change it <laughs> it's exactly. just it's really a reprogramming it, it has to yeah. be and then when you when you are sick you typically think okay i need to go to a doctor right. and of course doctors have their place in the world i'm not saying doctors doesn't but the, you know pharmaceuticals are just that it's just there to deal with the situation temporarily and keep you on dependent and what i like about um treating or trying to fix your problems with um with food is that if you can see a, a lifetime change yes you know yeah absolutely that's, that's the good thing about it of course so that's really good to know so let me ask you now just something more lighter because sure. I that's a lot. <laughs> so on a typical day as a vegan, um, being vegan, what do you eat? Because I get this a lot from people like, mm-hmm. um, you know, what, what do you eat as a vegan? I don't know what to eat. So I really like to hear from others, you know, what do you eat as a vegan typically? A, a yeah. typical day for you. <laughs> so, I mean, it definitely varies and m- mostly because of, the lifestyle that I've chosen with being a self-employed and a business owner, it just really, my schedule is just so all over the place. So um, on an ideal day, I'd say it would be the best way to describe this. Um, on an ideal day, I like, I really do enjoy starting my day with some sort of like smoothie or protein shake. Um, just cause being on the go, it's the easiest and simplest way to get 
the most amount of nutrients into my body. If I'm on a leisurely day, I'd really love to be eating something like oatmeal with a bunch of delicious protein heavy toppings or um, even, you know, if I have the time, like a chickpea frittata or something, but that's like a, a vacation. Um, yeah. Um, but, <laughs> yeah. And then, and then I kind of, you know, that really holds me over, um, until like mid morning, um, when I like would maybe just grab a handful of almonds and then for lunch, something like a really delicious, like taco salad from veggie grill. Anybody that has a veggie grill where they live, Oh my God, you gotta go. Mm-hmm. Um, just yeah. cause you know, you can get the same exact flavors that you get from animal based food, but even better because it's not <laughs> so oily and fatty and, um, you get to really enjoy the, the flavors of it. And then, yeah. And then it, probably a snack in the afternoon, like, um, almond butter, with a fruit or um, some sort of homemade bar or something. And then dinner, my favorite meal, I just would make whatever I'm in the mood for, whether it's some sort of pasta, like a pesto pasta or um, maybe an Indian dish. Um, Being a vegan chef, I definitely have a lot more to play with than some, I think. Definitely. Um, But yeah, and then it's been really fun in this lockdown as well to to play with it and kind of ask, you know, ask the people I'm living with, like, what are you in the mood for? (laughs) Like, what what do you want? And then I just get to kind of make... They're probably happy to be with you. I'd say so, yeah. I definitely (laughs) say that they are lucky. That's really good. So, I mean, so it's really good. And I said, that's why I love to find out from other vegans because people see that you're, it's a wide variety of food. You mentioned Indian food, you mentioned pasta, mm-hmm. which is Italian type food. So basically everything that you can eat being a non-vegan, you can actually transition that into veganism minus the animal products and make it tasty the same way. Right? Exactly. So that, that's really good that you know, you have such a variety of stuff. And as you say, you do have a um, a little advantage because you are able to play around with food a little more and different flavors and mm-hmm. be a, being a plant-based chef, that helps a lot, I'm sure. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So let me ask, so what, I know this one might be a little tough for some people, but what is your favorite vegan food? Like if you have to choose one thing <sighs> that you could, you absolutely can eat No, it is actually really easy for me because my favorite food before becoming a vegan and my favorite food after becoming a vegan is the same thing. So um, my favorite food of all time is risotto. And I, you can make it easily vegan. I think that traditionally it is vegan. And so, yeah, the Mm -hmm. Italian dish risotto, because it is so versatile, you can make it for any season. I love the texture and I love the flavor. So, I mean, I'm working on a cookbook right now and there's, I think I'm going to put a risotto in every single section. (laughs) So, (laughs) Well, that's really good. You should, because I mean, Italian food is my favorite type of food in general. I love almost anything Italian. And as you say, even when you're a non-vegan, I think Italian food is somewhat easy to transition with because um, you normally would have the marinara mm-hmm. sauce that you could make without the meat. And then you would have, I think the hardest part is normally like the Alfredo type. Yeah, exactly. Where you, because that's milk. But like, for example, I've started doing Alfredo pasta, but use coconut milk Absolutely. instead, coconut cream. So, you know, it's easy to really get your flavors. They're still an Italian type. So it's mm-hmm. an easy transition with Italian yes. food. My favorite as well. Anything Italian. <laughs> Good. Yum. <laughs> yeah. 
So, you know, um, it's, I really enjoyed hearing your story um, and how you transitioned into a vegan lifestyle and how you're enjoying it, most important. So I want, to, I want you to tell us now a little bit about your business. Like, um, what really inspired you to... Because I know you transitioned into a vegan lifestyle because of your mm-hmm. health and everything. But what made you think, oh, I can help others with this and make a business out of it as well um you know like tell us a little bit about that like what was the aha moment for you to to do a business yeah with your so it really I, I, it's such a surreal experience because I've always had a really creative personality and I've always had an incredible passion for cooking from a young age but I didn't pursue that professionally in any way I kept it more as of a hobby that I really was honing on my own Um, from about, I would say, high school age. But after college, I went straight into a corporate path and was working in hotels and the sales industry and kind of was climbing that and and enjoying it. Um, But after maybe about seven years in the hotel industry, began to feel sort of something was missing. And I, Mm -hmm. because when you're in a corporate office, there isn't a lot of time to figure out what that is. Um, I didn't really give much thought to it. Um, and I, and I just didn't really know what was missing and what I needed to do. And I was lucky enough to come across, um, a friend of mine offers some coaching services, which are just fabulous. If you have the ability to do that for yourself, some sort of coaching to help you figure out what you're doing in life, or if you have something, whatever it is, it's, it's such an amazing tool that people are offering these days. And, um, Definitely. yeah, I and I was able to take one of her programs uh, that was focused on taking a passion into a business. And, but what's funny is when I started the program, I did it solely out of, on a whim. I, I did not even think of cooking. I did not think of veganism. I didn't, I was just like, I'm going to take this program because something's missing. I don't know what it is. Let's just seek it out. And after, I think it was one month it just started to develop in my mind of, oh my gosh, I can do something around nutrition. I can do something about plants. I can, and then cooking even was on the back burner, so to speak, and didn't even think of that. But, you know, over the few months of the program, I developed this idea for Santosha Nutrition. And it began as myself wanting to be some sort of nutrition coach because I didn't think anyone would eat my cooking because I wasn't professional at the time. So I was like, who's going to eat my cooking? I'm not going to even talk about cooking. I'm not going to do anything with that. I'm just going to focus on plant-based nutrition and see if I can help others. And after having a couple clients, it became abundantly clear that the cooking part of what I was doing was what people wanted and what people craved. Mm. And it just, over the first year of being in business, it developed into a cooking business. Like no question, that's the direction it's gone. I mean, I'm now, that's all I do. So we're on the second year, I'm coming up on a two year anniversary uh, in July of the business being a thing. And, and, and now it is fully focused on plant-based cooking and delving into the community and teaching them about sustainability, cooking and, and eating plants. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's, that's really good that you were able to as you say, you know, you started off by really trying to find your purpose and it's just good that your purpose ended up being around yes. your whole lifestyle. Yes. So it's, it's, it's so good. I'm sure that it's something that you thoroughly enjoy because it's like living your 
purpose through your natural day to day lifestyle. Yes, it really you know? it it's call it surreal only because yes, I work very hard. Yes, I <laughs> kind of am tired <laughs> most of the time, but it's an incredibly fulfilled and and joyous exhaustion um, because <laughs> I'm doing something that I didn't even know that I would love. That is. If I'm in a hundred percent alignment with what I'm supposed to be doing at this moment, right? That's really, really good. I I am happy to hear that. So, if someone wants to reach out to you, like what service? Well, first of all, do you only serve your um direct community, or do you like um send mail mail food to others, like packages with meal for meal prep services. Yeah. How can someone benefit from you? So service? obviously many of the services are focused on my current community, which is the San Diego and Southern California community. But the idea behind Santosha right. is to grow that movement and grow that reach. I mean, essentially globally, <laughs> eventually um, to the point mm -hmm. where we are able to work with anybody and everybody. So I have had clients across the country um, that will have whether it's not meal prep being sent but more meal plan um where if they are just looking to enter the vegan lifestyle looking to get a certain set of nutrients into their already vegan lifestyle or they're experiencing health issues or even looking for the spiritual emotional sort of like all holistic alignment that comes with a vegan lifestyle the coaching programs are mm. really um, they're still they still exist and they're still there. They are not the focus anymore, but I still keep them up on the website as a service because yes, if someone wants that, that's absolutely something that I would love to do. Um, right. And then also the next biggest thing that I think will have a great reach is the cookbook project. So for the last year or so, I've been working really hard um, with my photographer to come up with all of the recipes that people really love. Um, that people really want to cook because I've bought vegan cookbooks before where there's like a handful of recipes that I want to make the rest of them I'm kind of like meh mm -hmm. uh, so I really have been mm -hmm. focusing on finding those recipes that in my repertoire um, that people want to eat and are simple to cook and they can do in their own kitchen so we've come up with that catalog and are finally in right in the middle of getting that out so idea is probably by the end of 2020 to have copies of that book available so that's a way that my recipes and my, you know, my abilities as a chef can be in anyone's kitchen anywhere. Uh, so that's a really exciting wow. project. So that would be one thing that I would love for people to look into and to follow. Because once this the COVID-19 stuff kind of calms down a little bit, I'd, I've had a lot of requests to launch a Kickstarter campaign um, or a crowdfund campaign mm. because the community is very excited about the project and they want to be involved. So, so I'll definitely wow, yeah, that's I'll really be updated good. on that community community. Exactly, following. that's good. That's really really good. And that's something I love that you said you want to include food that is easy to cook and people will mm -hmm. actually want to cook. I think that's very important because the easy part, especially, yes. not everyone loves cooking, and I think that's another um issue with people becoming vegan it's like america especially has such a eat up yes. mentality and a socializing mentality so it's like when you because when i'm when i'm out i'm seeing that you know the, the restaurants are filled with people and all of that and because people may think okay i can't really go out and eat anything much with my friends anymore so then what would i eat if i'm a vegan and if you give them easy meals, they can then, you know, easily transition into eating those things. Even if they start off with one meal oh, yes. a day, you know, it's really good. Absolutely. It's really good that you can do something easy and 
Tea yes, and this, this is what that's all about. That's what the cookbook is all about. And then first and foremost, though, Santosha's mission is to be a resource and edu- point of education for the community and beyond. So anyone listening to this episode that whether it's because you're in lockdown or you're just interested in learning how to cook more, because I know a lot of people out there are being forced to cook a lot more than they're used to. Yes. Please, please reach out to me. Yes. Um, I know Nikki will put some contact info up. Um, just, definitely and I was yep. just going to ask you that like how they can reach out to you you can Absolutely. give them your website what's your social media yeah so santosha is the website and there is a contact form on there easiest way is always through Instagram it's my most active area for social media so that same thing santosha nutrition is the handle and you can reach out to me check out the the feed for some recipes but if you have special cuisines that you're interested in just send me a message. I'll send you some recipes. That's what it's all about is just being that resource for people. Definitely. I love that. That's really good. Mm-hmm. Make it easy. <laughs> yep. So let me ask you if it's one thing that you would say to anyone considering a vegan lifestyle, what, what would you see? So someone comes to you now and they're like, you know, Liz, um, considering a vegan lifestyle, what can you what can you tell me to make this better or easier? Yeah, the, the two things that I like to tell people when they come to me with that sort of interest is number one, I'd, I, I would encourage you to focus on the reason behind it. So figure out what is your reason, the three major reasons someone is interested in or chooses to explore a vegan lifestyle is the environment, their personal health or animal rights. So take a look at those three choices and figure out, is it all three? Are you more interested? Do you have health issues? And if any of those speak to you, then no question, you need to explore a vegan lifestyle. And once that opens the door, you will be introduced to the other two. So that's the first thing. And then secondly, don't be afraid to be imperfect. So I'm two years in, I'm not perfect. I do my absolute best. I Mm -hmm. slip up sometimes, whether it, you know, whether I buy something and put it in my mouth and realize five seconds later that it has milk powder in it, whatever the reason is, <laughs> yeah. don't be afraid to be imperfect because we don't need every single person being a perfect vegan. We need, or we don't need, you know, 20 people being perfect vegans. We need a hundred million people being imperfect vegans. Yes. Yes. I got that. Definitely. Especially with, with, as you say, yes. the labels, the labels <laughs> can definitely catch you. I, I, I mean, I literally bought something before and after I got home, I saw it and I had it in the freezer there because I said, okay, you know what, when I'm going back, Mm -hmm. it was a Trader Joe's and I was like, okay, when I'm going back again, I would return it so that I can, it was just sitting there forever and eventually I had to discard it because, you know, sometimes you read the label and it's like, oh, you miss it, you know. Uh, yeah or you would just think this this is this is right yes exactly (laughs) i never was like why is yes you'll you'll start to get frustrated (laughs) with companies for sure and i mean that's a really big thing for me too i mean santosha's mission is really focused on plant-based eating uh, alternatives to plastic waste and fighting food waste those are our three pillars so you know fighting food waste that's a huge one um learning how to navigate you know, this world that we live in that is so focused on convenience that then leads to so much waste, you know, as a vegan, like, you know, making sure I'm buying the right products that I don't have extra waste and learning to cook completely root to stem with my vegetables. So I don't have any extra waste. So Mm -hmm. yeah, so that if you're interested in those types of things, (laughs) I think that's definitely important. Um, You know, the waste is because 
you can definitely see the wastage very easily as you say cooking from root to stem because you would use uh, I think that's another thing I mean even me to be honest I'm a vegan and I, I cook a lot for my family but not every part of the particular fruit or vegetable mm-hmm. you may want to know, use yes. or know how to use for that matter you know so educating people yes. on that it's it's really good it's a, it's yeah, a whole it, other and that's the goal and that's how the cookbook is going to be you know we do a lot of things in there where it teaches you how to use those parts of a fruit or vegetable that are normally discarded so you know i'm super excited right. to have that resource for people that don't i mean we don't have time we're all working we're all busy i know we don't have time so let me figure it out and then you can take a look at the book i mean i'm look, i'm definitely looking forward to that book now so mm-hmm. much stuff I could not throw away and also get more recipes because I absolutely yes. love easy recipes you know um, yeah so we can def- you definitely I'll be looking out for that book and who knows you may come back on the podcast <laughs> to share your some of your recipes absolutely. and your new book with us <laughs> right but I really appreciate having you on and I thank you so much for sharing your knowledge and your journey and your vegan lifestyle experience with us I really do appreciate it and people can feel free to reach out to Liz y'all you guys feel free to reach out to her as you see she has a ton of knowledge and resources that we can use as vegans because one person will never know everything so that's why I'm having so many you know people to come on the podcast who's beneficial to your vegan journey and thank you so much Liz for being on here I look forward to getting your cookbook and to continue keeping in contact with you so you Definitely have an amazing day. And this is another episode of Vegan Bites with Nikki, the podcast. Until next time, guys. Bye.